The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, from players' socks being too tight uh, to the World Cup, likely to be played in Saudi Arabia in 2034. It's been a pretty busy week in the world of football. Uh, Shane Hannan from Off the Ball is with me. Shane, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Last night, <laughs> Manchester United, awful. Shambolic, uh, abysmal, atrocious. Um, we're running out of words to describe Manchester United's performances. And uh, the more it goes on, Pat, I think the, the question marks hang over the manager, Eric Ten Hag. Um, certainly question marks hang over the players, the attitude. 50, second to every 50-50 ball, shoved off every single ball. Yep. Um, but <clears throat> the more it goes on, you have to look at the manager. And, and, and I, I really don't feel like his post-match interviews give us much. They don't give Manchester United fans much in the line mm. of... Uh, you know, we thinking. do not re- look at the past. We always look forward. It's just, it's, it's remarkable. But he said that for the last number of weeks. Even the games that they've won, they beat Copenhagen last week with a, with a terrible performance and, and a last-minute penalty save that just managed to squeak the three points. Um, I, it, it, the club is rotten from the ground down. The, the, the fans last night, the Newcastle fans and the City fans the weekend, the chant went along the lines of Old Trafford is falling down and give the Glazers 10 more years. Uh, there's leaks in the roof of Old Trafford. The Glazers are still in situ. So uh, the club is rotten. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking back to when Ten Hag came along and the first thing he wanted to do was get rid of Ronaldo. And I remember Roy Keane saying, this is the guy who scored the most goals last year. Why do you want to get rid of him? Yeah. And people were thought, you know, they thought that Ronaldo was a whinger. Not... Maybe he had a point. He probably did have a point. Ralph Reinick, when he was interim manager as well, mentioned a number of things at the club that were that were issues. And people said, ah, he's just using excuses. But look, you look back now and you have to say it's absolutely correct. Even see last weekend at the Manchester Derby, Pat, the, the kick out from Anthony late on, on Jeremy Doku, where he just kicks him when he's running past, takes the yellow card and smacks his hands down. It, it, would, it speaks to me of, of desperation. It speaks to me of, of something very ill in the dressing room yeah. um, it, the Mason Greenwood stuff you know has added to it as well I'm sure, sure. The, the dressing room split in two the Jadon Sancho stuff as well he's training by himself and Eric Ten Hag's waiting for an apology for him he can't even eat in the team canteen so the, the club has a number of issues Yeah uh, would getting rid of Ten Hag solve the problem uh, you know is there a squad there that uh, on paper should deliver well on paper. I mean, when 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 you sign the likes of Amrabat, who was who, who I mean was brilliant in the World Cup for for Morocco, you have Mason Mount, who is a highly rated player mm. from Chelsea. But then you you kind of look at the signings of the last number of years, Rafael Varane and Casemiro. We wondered why why are we able to get these world you know this World Cup winner Rafael Varane? Does someone else want to get rid of them? This is it. Real Madrid didn't <laughs> want them anymore. Do you know, and and United have spent. The only club that have spent more money in the last number of uh, couple of years uh, that you know that Ten Hag has been there have been Chelsea. Chelsea have spent inordinate sums of money, but you can't. Eric Ten Hag can't say that he hasn't been given purse and money to to try and improve this team. The issues are are are, are deep. Even even yesterday, the Athletic had a piece up talking about the the kit, the Adidas kit. Onana apparently the, the United keeper thinks the kit's too tight so he has to wear a replica kit the yeah, he's buying the stuff that you buy in the supermarket exactly yeah. uh, the, kids, the kids would buy the same kind of things the Adidas stuff is too tight this, this sort of stuff only comes out when a team is struggling when yeah. issues are there But normally look, these would be just dealt with 100% the Fulham game away at this Saturday early kickoff, Pat I mean Ten Hag must be looking at that fixture with dread mm. Well now, are we looking with dread at the prospect of a Saudi Arabian uh, hosting of the World Cup in 2034? This is, uh, this is it, it's surprising, but it's also not surprising. Uh, seeing the Qatar World Cup just before the, the new year. Um, so in 11 years time, Saudi Arabia will host the World Cup, the 2034 World Cup. Australia were the last bidders. Uh, a lot of people in the sporting world think Australia possibly pulled out because they thought, well, this is... This they is- changed the rules 
very surreptitiously and Australia said well 25 days to get your act together ain't enough No and, and in fairness it's not enough and you look at the, the, the ways in which FIFA have helped as well um, FIFA relaxed its rules around the construction of new stadiums bidders now need just four established venues it was seven all of these things are just bending the rules completely to, to get the likes of Saudi Arabia in inordinate sums of money no doubt involved here with Saudi Arabia Saudi Arabia claim look we're, we're trying to improve the image of the country We want it's a new country women's rights and human rights are very much high on our agenda I mean tell us another one because you look at the, the, the human rights record of Saudi Arabia Jamal Khashoggi as well um, this, this is another way in which sports washing is working I mean we saw it with Live Golf we saw it last weekend with the Tyson Fury fight against Francis Ngannou I mean, I was watching that with with uh, a mm. bad taste in my mouth. I, I remember when we talked about Qatar and the the prospect of going there and the weather and the heat and all of that, and they kind of got round all of that. Mm. And then people said, "Well, once the football starts, uh, a lot of the human rights abuses will be forgotten." And that's what happened. One hundred percent. And we all enjoyed the World Cup. We all watched it and forgot about the human rights things. Even the Newcastle United stuff. Newcastle beat United three 0 in that game. We're mentioning Pat last night. We have a very short clip of Eddie Howe, the Newcastle manager, talking about the. The Saudi World Cup. He was asked about it in advance of the game last night. Here was, here was what he had to say. Our trips out there have been uh, to two different places. So I think we've gone to Riyadh and, and Jeddah and they were, were two different experiences really. Um, wherever we went was really well organised and we were well looked after. So I, I think if that's a, a sign of what a World Cup might look like, then I think you can be rest assured that everything will be structurally really good. Structurally really good and we were well looked after. We, we know who's paying any house wages, yeah. uh, certainly, and that's Saudi uh, investment fund, public investment fund that, of course, run Newcastle United. I mean, it just, when you hear the likes of that, it's just remarkable. Mohammed bin Salman uh, said last uh, month, and this is a quote, if sports washing is going to increase my GDP by 1%, then we'll continue doing sports washing. I mean, they're so blatant about it. They're like, yeah, we, we are sports washing. He used the term himself. They're not hiding the fact that they're mm. trying to improve their public image. There, there is another theory, of course, um, a benign theory that when you have an event like the World Cup, that it will force the Saudis to modernise. I mean, they, they will have all sorts of fans, all shapes and sizes inflicted upon them. Yeah. And that it, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a risk in a sense for the Saudis. If they want to keep the lid on Wahhabism and all their, you know, the, the, and keep it there, that um, bringing all these liberal people from all over the world who are going to have a great time actually might encourage the population to enjoy themselves a little bit more. Yeah, and that's the devil's advocate point that, that's, that's often made. Jordan Henderson, who's playing, you know, formerly of Liverpool, now mm. over in, in Saudi Arabia making his, his money, he made the same point. He says, look, well, how can we improve human rights in, in these countries without helping them along and, and, and making these things happen? I don't, I don't buy it. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's, Morocco was one of the host countries potentially for the World Cup in 2030 as well. You know, gay people aren't welcome there either. So this will have been three World Cups in a row between, you know, well, certainly not in a row, but Qatar, Morocco, Saudi Arabia. Or if you're a homosexual, I mean, you can't you can't feel comfortable going to these countries. If you're a woman, I'm sure you don't feel comfortable going to these countries, especially Saudi Arabia. So it leaves a bad taste in the mouth whether or not these countries improve their image as a result of these sports washing events. I mean, I, I'm re- I'm reluctant to to see it happening, Pat. All right, Shane Hannon from Off the Ball. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. Now, a reminder that our items are uploaded as podcasts, which you can listen to on the Newstalk app, powered by Go Loud. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on Newstalk.